My novel Finding Home is available for purchase on February 20th in everywhere that books are sold. One reader called it a spiritual experience embedded in pure drama. And that's exactly what I wanted to do. Tell a fantastic story, but reveal all the layers of spiritual truth that were in the prodigal son parable when Jesus told it. But we miss it with our Western eyes. You will be amazed at the Father's incredible love for you. You can find out more on my website, susankamacias.com backslash finding dash home. Why go to all the effort to downsize? For me, it is tied into what comes next. And that is that I want to get rid of the stuff that slows me down so I can upsize my impact. I can upsize what I can do to serve the Lord in this season of my life. How do we do that? Take a listen. I'm so glad you found the We're Not Done Yet podcast, a special place for emptiness moms who are trying to find out what Jesus wants them to do next. I'm Susan Macias, author of the book, Unceasing, A Parent's Guide to Conquer Worry and Pray with Power, and the devotional, 31 Days Praying for My Daughter. Sister, the Lord places special calls on this emptiness stage of our life. So let's help each other figure out what to do next, because we're not done yet. Welcome to episode 44, How to Upsize My Impact. For the last four episodes, and it's been in the month of June in 2021, um, we've been going through a series of, about downsizing, about why our emptiness needs less stuff and questions and prayers that will help making our homes have less stuff actually be an achievable goal. But this series has paralleled my life. We are in the process of a major downsizing because we're moving from the home that we have spent the last 18 years in raising our family. We're choosing to do this for lots of reasons. But for me, the biggest reason is that I want to spend less time and effort on focusing on stuff and on acreage that needs to be mowed and lots of other things. I want to really be able to focus on things that can have an eternal impact and that's what I want to do. So episode 40, we talked about why our empty nest needs less stuff. 41, five questions to help down, downsize. 42 was five prayers to help downsize. And episode 43 was how to shop my closet with Jesus. And when I really went through my closet, praying through things and asking the Lord to help me um, really make better choices and have less stuff, I went down by at least a third in the amount of clothes that I had. And it's just every time I walk in now, there's more room, it's more organized, and I feel better about the clothes that I kept. But I want to ask the question today, why should we downsize in the first place? I've been proclaiming the same sentence throughout this month, and I've created a challenge that people have, have joined in on, that I'm downsizing my stuff to upsize my impact. I'm not just downsizing for the heck, you know, just for the heck of it, I'm doing it because I want a result. If if I downsize the amount of food I take in, I will also upsize my energy and I will, well, hopefully downsize my waistband. But the idea is that if we change one thing, it should have an impact on something else. And that's been my focus and has helped me actually to downsize more. But I want to talk today about spiritually, there's a big thing that can happen when we downsize, when we get rid of things. 
Because not only do I want to get rid of my physical junk, I want to get rid of my emotional junk. I want to get rid of my heart junk in the same reason, so that I have more room to move in the things of the Lord. And there are two particular scriptures that really paint that picture for me that I want to share with you today. Because if we're going to upsize our impact, we have to realize that it's going to require us to downsize other stuff. In Colossians 3, um, really from 7 through the end of the chapter, um, there's this whole series that Paul is writing about of stuff you need to put off. That's the old self and then stuff you need to put on. And I look at that as a picture of putting off of putting it in the big black trash bag and taking it to the thrift store. What are the things we need to get rid of so we can move currently in the things of the Lord? In Colossians 3 verse 8, it says you must put away anger, wrath, malice, slander, obscene talk from your mouth. And nine goes on to say, don't lie to each other. Put off the old self and its practices. You know, we get in habits and we can get in habits of responses that are not loving and kind. We can get our pride can habitually get its, you know, hackles raised when we feel questioned or we feel like nobody's listening to us, we can, at this stage, when our kids are off living their own lives, we can choose to have bitterness and frustration when they don't call enough or they don't come by enough. All of those things are going to weigh us down and clog up our service to the Lord. Paul doesn't stop stop there, though. He doesn't just say what to put off. He also says what to put on. In verse 10, it says, put on the new self, which is being renewed in knowledge after the image of its creator. Oh, that's what I want. I want my brain to be created and and reflect the image of the Lord. Verse 12 says, put on then. So see, we've put off in those earlier verses. Now we have to replace that in what we're going to move out in. As God's chosen ones, holy and beloved. So this is what we're putting it on. Compassionate hearts kindness, humility, meekness, patience. Verse 13, bearing with one another. If anyone has a complaint against another, forgiving each other as the Lord has forgiven you, so also you should forgive. Verse 14, and above all these things, put on love, which binds everything together in perfect harmony. And 15, let the peace of Christ rule in your hearts, to which indeed you were called in one body, and be thankful. And then 16, let the word of Christ dwell in you richly. You know, that's where we're supposed to be at this season in our life. And what happens when we have meekness and patience and love and compassion, when we forgive and we have God's peace ruling our heart instead of our frustration and anger and all those negative memories that we hang on to in frustration, in hurt, and all of the blame and the guilt and the shame and all that junk, it clogs us up. If we put that off and we put on Jesus and all of these things that are his, in 16, it after it says that, let the word of, of Christ richly dwell in you. And then it tells us what that result's going to be. We're going to be able to teach and admonish each other. We're going to sing psalms and hymns and have thankful hearts for the Lord. And we're going to be able to do that with each other. Think of the fellowship that would be. Think of the life that would be in the local church. If we put off 
if we downsized all that junk that we're lugging around, let's get rid of it. In Hebrews 12, this is the other scripture that I really always, this picture is something that I, I don't know. It just really paints for me what I don't want and what I do want. In verse 12 and 13 of Hebrews 12, it says, therefore, lift your drooping hands and strengthen your weak knees and make straight paths for your feet. So that what is lame may not be put out of joint, but rather be healed. You know what? I can't lift my drooping hands if they are clutching those heavy, heavy weights of past hurts and unforgiveness of what others have done, whether they deserve forgiveness or have ever asked for it. If I am walking, lugging around unforgiveness, I can't lift my hands in praise to the Lord. It's just too hard. I need to strengthen my weak knees. And I can't do that if I am carrying the past with me into every day that I am doing now. I want to not have, make my path more difficult so that I put myself out of joint. I want to run as hard and fast after Jesus as I can now. And I can't do that if I am loaded down with all the leftover remains of whether it's disappointments or hurts or whatever it is. That stuff's got to go so that I can upsize my impact. It's not about earning, doing something to earn God's favor. It's I love Jesus too much to sit around looking at myself. I want to run after him. Now, this Hebrews 12 scripture, I wanted to let you know, there's two episodes where I really go into this idea of our our drooping hands and our weak knees. Um, Episode six is we need strong knees. And then episode seven is how to lift our drooping hands. Because I think these are really, really important um, concepts for us, particularly as we get older. It's easier to have drooping hands and weak knees. So we've downsized our stuff over the last month. And the whole point was to free up our minds and our energy to serve Jesus in new ways. It's so important. Do I want to manage my stuff or do I want to make an eternal impact? You know what? That isn't a hard decision for me. I want to make an eternal impact. I need to downsize my heart junk, just like I need to downsize my closet junk. It is time for me to forgive It's time for me to lay down anger. It's time for me to lift my weary hands in praise. And it's time to trust the Lord with the stories that have not been finished yet where I can see happy endings. Maybe even those stories get worse and worse, but I need to trust the Lord so I can move ahead and have an impact for him. Our impact for Jesus is directly related to more of our hearts and souls having room for him. So even more important is this, and this is what I want to leave you with it. This is the big one. If you're hiding a secret sin, if you have had something through your life that you hope no one will find out, it is time now, sister, to confess. Bring it in the light. Let Jesus cleanse, forgive, redeem, and restore you. Just like we're getting rid of our physical junk, we need to get rid of all that keeps us from coming clean. Get rid of your fear. Get rid of your protection of your reputation. Get rid of your fear of what others will say. I have so much to say about this because I think it matters so much. But I will, for now, we'll just point you to an article I wrote about Ravi Zacharias. 
someone that I admired so much in his life, but when he died, all of his secret sins came out, and what happened? All that he had done lost its impact. Every secret will be revealed. Why don't we do it when we can stand up and say, look what Jesus can do to redeem a sinner like me. Let's use our empty nest years to the glory of God, to the building of His kingdom, to the goal that we would decrease and He would increase. Thanks for joining me today. Check out my website, susankmacias.com to find more encouragement and to be empowered toward taking your next step. Connect with me on Facebook or Instagram at Susan K. Macias. If you enjoyed the podcast, would you please leave a review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, or whatever platform you listen on. Subscribe and share it with a friend who needs some encouragement to pursue God's call. And what about you? What's Jesus calling you to do? Be brave. Take a baby step. Do the next thing. Because you're not done yet. 